What's the number? Can I get your number? You look amazing. Hey, gorgeous. Hey, gorgeous. Hey, gorgeous. Why don't you smile more? Hello, hello, happy Saturday, and welcome to the very first episode of a little podcast we're calling Why Don't You Smile More? This is Rose and Grace, and we kind of just wanted to give you guys a little bit of background of how this podcast came to be. So, as we mentioned earlier, we met about a year and a half ago. Grace and I come from very different upbringings. We have very different family dynamics, educational background, personal traumas, and yet we always found ourselves having similar experiences when it comes to being a female, whether that be in a career aspect or in our everyday lives. We wanted to start this with the hopes that it can empower someone out there. We also want to keep the space as inviting and open-minded as possible, so if you guys would like to join us and follow along, keep listening and hopefully we can inspire some of you. Hey guys, my name is Grace. I originally grew up in Illinois and I moved down to the Carolinas once I graduated college. I have a background in sociology and criminology and I currently work at an agency serving victims of domestic violence. I'm also an advocate for sexual assault and child abuse victims. I'm also really big on mental health and self-development. Especially during this pandemic, I've learned how important it is to take care of yourself. We're super excited to just share with you, and we hope that hearing about our experiences and thoughts may help empower you just a little bit more. Hey guys, my name is Rose. I'm an online student at Southern New Hampshire University, and I work full-time as a childcare provider. I'm from Manila and moved to California with my family in 2006. A lot of social issues like immigration, healthcare, and race and gender equality are just some of the things that I'm passionate about and try my best to advocate for as a minority. We hope that you guys enjoy our content and we look forward to getting deep and very, very personal with you guys. With that being said, here at Why Don't You Smile More, naturally we feel like it would make sense to talk about harassment and catcalling in today's first episode. I'm sure a majority of you ladies out there have experienced something similar. Maybe you have had someone follow you to your car or you've been whistled at on the street. We've all been there and I feel like it's become so normalized and we forget how repulsive it actually is. I think it's a way for men to assert power and establish that dominance, especially when they're around their friends and it's just kind of like an ego thing. But there's also that aggressive type of person who will literally lurk and stalk and harass to no end. And that is definitely something for you to really keep an eye out for. Yeah, for sure. It's always important to just keep yourself safe and be aware of your surroundings. Be sure to have someone with you if you're walking alone at night and keep a pocket knife or pepper spray with you at all times. Um, There's also apps like Noon Light that you can utilize if you ever find yourself in situations where you might be feeling uncomfortable. I feel like Noon Light is a really good app. It's basically you hold down the button on the app and once you let go, it means that it's going to directly call the police, which I think is very smart. For sure. Like I've definitely been in situations where I've been in Ubers (laughs) and... It's kind of crazy because you never know what kind of situations you'll find yourself in. 
Um, and you always want to just try to keep yourself safe. Yes, Rose, please tell everyone the story about the Uber driver because I don't think my life will ever be the same after hearing this. Um, when was this actually? July, I think. Yeah, I think it was. Um, yeah, so basically I was on the way to a friend's house and I took an Uber there since I don't drive. Um, and so I get the notification that it says like my Uber's three minutes out. Actually, this wasn't Uber, I think this was Lyft. Um, and then I get that text, so I head down and it says to look for like a black Toyota. So I go down there and there's like a black Toyota and it's flashing its lights. So, you know, I get in and then they ask for my address and then I tell them where to go. And then we're almost there, but there's kind of like a little, there's a sharp turn to get to the complex. So a lot of people do miss it. So the guy just keeps going and I was like, um, the turns to the left and he kind of just like misses it. And I'm like, that's okay. It happens, but there's also like this brewery, like a couple blocks down. If you just make another left, like it'll take you back around. And he was not saying anything. And it was getting to a point where I'm like, okay, well, this next left's coming up. Like maybe you should turn here. And he was just like quiet, staring at me from like the rear view mirror. Mm-mm. Terrifying, by the way. Um, but he like was not saying anything. So at this point, I was like really scared and like, He was kind of slowing down to a stop. And at that point, I kind of just like he hadn't even completely stopped the car. I kind of just opened the door and like kind of like stumbled on my way out. And I just remember like I called Grace and I was so scared and out of breath because I had been like walking back. At this point, I think it was like maybe like a 15 minute walk back to my friend's apartment complex. And I was exhausted and I was like, oh, my God, like the craziest thing just happened. I could not believe it. Like, I I feel like we hear about stories a lot when it comes to ride sharing, Lyft, Uber, whatever it may be. And so when Rose called me, I was freaking out because you just really don't know what someone is capable of. And I was just like, okay, like, is he around? Where'd he go? Like, are you safe? And... It was just, it was scary to have a friend go through that. Yeah. And then you said it wasn't on the app. Yeah. Either. So um, I ended up calling my mom and telling her about it. And she was like, um, did you report it? And I was like, oh, yeah, like, <laughs> let me do that. So I go in the app and like the ride's not there. Like, it's not in the history. Like, it's not showing up or anything. I'm like so confused. I'm like, I, I don't know. I was like, well, I don't really have like a lot of information if I went to the police like I didn't know anything I didn't know the license plate or anything like this is how people legit get taken like people just go missing and I really feel like this could have been something that happened to that like that and it was I can't even imagine how scared you were like I could tell you were really scared because she could not breathe yeah I was also like talking to her while I was walking so it was I was out of breath but I was like so terrified I was like that did not just happen to me Oh, gosh. Um, but you've kind of had a similar experience. I heard there was a homeless guy. Yeah, so this happened a few months back. I think it was when we first moved into our new apartment, and we kind of live, we basically live in the city, but next to where we live is this homeless 
place that they call Tent City. If you're from Charlotte, you know what I mean. But um, I've never had issues with anyone. Like, it's never been anything that, you know, bothered me that they're staying next to us. Um, but I was heading to my garage to go into my car. And it's like this huge parking garage. And this man confronts me asking for money. And I'm like, sir, I can barely take care of myself. <laughs> and it, like, seriously, though. And so, no, I do not have money. And he said, well, I knock out women, too. And <laughs> who says that? I was in shock because I've never had someone threaten me out of the blue like that. And so I just kind of looked at him and I was like, excuse me. <laughs> and like no one was around. So I just kind of waited for him to walk away. And then I like went to my car. But I was terrified and I don't even want to leave because like I didn't, I didn't know like where he was. Like, I don't know. It was crazy. I've never had that happen. Yeah, that's crazy. Like if someone ever said that to me, like I don't even know if I could say anything back. Right. I wanted to say something so bad, but I was, like, so nervous that he would really hurt me. And I had, like, my Louis bag and everything. Yeah, Grace's designer purse. I was like, please don't. Please don't take it. <laughs> take me, not the purse. Take me. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Do you, do you remember the water story thing? Oh, okay. So, Rose and I used to go out a lot. Pre-COVID. Pre-COVID, yeah. And this was a night that we probably both drank a little too much, but it doesn't matter anyways, because what happened to us was terrifying. But I don't remember much of this, actually, so it's kind of funny that I tell it, because, like, I have zero recollection of it at all. But I guess what happened was that we were kind of hammered and so we decided to call like a ride home um and we were we just couldn't find it so we kind of were just walking around trying to find the car um we ended up in this graveyard right by where the bar is and this guy had been following us and like I kind of didn't notice it at first but he was just trying to get us to go home with him he was like yeah, Rose, you can stay in the couch and like you, Grace, you come with me. Like we can just hang out and chill. And we were like, she wasn't interested. I wasn't going to sleep in anyone's couch. Like I just wanted to go home. So we were kind of just like standoffish, like take a hint. And I guess this guy reacted not very well. <laughs> he, um, he, what did he do? Like, so what happened was we were sitting on these steps and waiting for a ride because I had finally like found the ride and told them where we were and so the lift was coming and this man is still lurking around and we're just like so confused why he won't leave us alone well he leaves for a second and comes back with a trash can <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> with a trash can and it had been raining all night and so it had this like bunch of like nasty rain water trash water and he pours it on both of us <laughs> and we're like freezing cold shivering like I don't know I don't think you really remember this but I like I feel like the water like really got on me so I was like really freezing. I remember being super soaked yeah yeah and so at the time like 
we were just in shock. I mean, I was at least. And Rose was just kind of like, wait, where did that water come <laughs> But I was in shock. And ironically, you know, the Uber had came right after that happened. So that's good. Because I don't know, like, what else he would have, like, tried to do. But we were just ready to go home. Um. Oh, also, do you remember, like, what happened on New Year's? Oh, yes. 2020 has been... We knew 2020 was going to suck when this happened. Yeah. Do you want to explain this one? Um, yeah. So, <laughs> so basically, we come back from the bar and we're going home. We were fine this time, but, like, we had met this guy and, like, he and Grace were, like, kind of hitting it off, whatever. I'm in the backseat vibing. He gives us a ride home. Yes, I remember this. He He seemed like such a decent guy, but... We were like, we cannot afford this ride right now. It was like $100 to get back home. and Because we didn't live like in the city at that time. We lived like outside of the city. Yeah, so basically like they upcharge you when it comes to a certain time when a lot of people are using it. Um, So we didn't want to wait that long. So this guy offered us a ride back home. Um, And so we took it because, you know, I thought it'd be fine. I mean, like. We were together, so what could go wrong? Um, So Grace is sitting in the front seat, and she's, you know, kind of a little drunk. She opens, like, the glove box, and there's a pistol in there. And we were like, oh, wow, like, that's so crazy. (laughs) He was like, yeah, just put that back. Yeah, just, like, super straight up, like, (gasps) put it back. (laughs) And we were like, oh, God, okay. (laughs) Um, And so we get back to our apartment, and this guy just, like, walks in like doesn't say anything he kind of just like walks in behind us and so like grace and i are looking at each other like um we didn't even invite him in he just expected that he was gonna be coming in yeah like we were kind of like walking up our apartment and he was kind of following us i was like yeah this guy's trying to come inside so we go inside the apartment and he just invites himself in and obviously like neither of us wanted to do anything so We kind of just, like, hopped in our PJs and, like, did our skincare routine and then went to bed and, like, hoping that he would take a hint. He was just kind of, like, waiting in the kitchen. We weren't saying a word to him, like, so we were both in bed in our separate rooms and he, like, just walks into Grace's room. Do you remember that? Oh, I almost forgot about this. This was so traumatic. I wanted to, like, block this out of my head. (laughs) Yeah. This man comes into my room and into my bed. Yeah. And he had just been like lurking like it was just it was weird. It was so weird. Like we expected him to leave. Yeah. But no, he comes into my room. And it gets like really traumatic because he gets in my bed and I'm like, excuse me, why are you in my bed? And then he starts like touching me. Yeah. And this is when I texted Rose. Yeah. So she's texting me and she's like um this guy's in my bed so I FaceTime her and like we're FaceTiming and like he still would not leave like we were kind of of course we were at home and we felt very vulnerable with someone there so we weren't very vocal about like hey get out I think we were both kind of just scared and we were hoping that he would take a hint and kind of understand that we kind of like both felt uncomfortable um so he was just in Grace's bed and he was kind of being very touchy At this point, he's asking to, like... Yeah, to hook up. To hook up. And obviously, you're saying no. So I went inside your bedroom, and I sat there with you, and, like, he still wasn't leaving. So 
we go into my room and then we lock ourselves in there. And then at this point, I think the guy is like, are you kidding me? And he was like banging on my door, like trying to get in. And he's like, really? Like you guys made me do this and like you're not even going to do anything. And okay, so we told him to leave, though, because I remember like Rose comes in my room and Rose is like, she isn't comfortable with this. Like, you need to leave. Yeah. And he was like thrown off. And then he, like, got mad. And I think that's why we went into your room, because, like, he was being, like, aggressive. Yeah. Pounding on the door. And so we kept telling him, like, we're going to call the cops. We're going to call the cops. Like, we were freaking out. We ended up calling the cops, actually. We, we did call the cops. And then the the operator was, like, so nonchalant and, like, thought we were lying. They were like, 911, what is your emergency? I'm like, yeah, there's, like, a guy that won't leave our apartment. Like, help send help i don't know anything she was like oh like have you tried like kicking him out i'm like yes (laughs) and he just won't leave and then like you can literally hear him in the background like banging on the door like pounding he was banging on the door and she was like is that him (laughs) no bitch (laughs) no that's not him and then so he heard us on the phone with the police and i think that's what like scared him off yeah but he finally leaves and we we were so relieved because like we remembered that he had that pistol in his car and we were freaking out. We were like, oh, my God, he's going to come back in. Like we didn't even want to go back out to the living room to lock the front door because we didn't know if he was like maybe standing outside or like pretended to go out. We were still like in the bedroom and we were like at this point we're hyperventilating and we're like, OK, what do we do? <laughs> We were literally shaking. Like, I... That was probably one of the most traumatic things that's happened in, like, a long time. Oh, yeah. Because, I don't know. And, like, some people, I know they're listening and they're like, oh, my God, they're so dumb. Like, why would they even, like, invite him in? And, like, victim blaming and all that. But especially when you're intoxicated, too. Like, you're not really thinking, right? And so now we're just, like that can never happen again like that was so scary yeah so i think that was kind of the start of when we backed off from going out on weekends i remember because like rose and i we talked about that night and we were just like yo like we need to relax and like cut back on going out and drinking and all that stuff because you know especially as women we are so vulnerable in general let alone when we're out at night you know, at a club or at a bar, whatever. Yeah. And it sucks, but I think it's just the reality of it. Yeah. And like, you can't put that responsibility on a female. There are times when you're going to get too drunk, like it happens. And it's always important to just like try to have a friend with you, (laughs) like a designated driver, anything that'll keep you guys in line and just like try to be safe, honestly, like Mm -hmm. do not get in a car with a random guy don't do it worst idea of my life but and you know what sucks is like we didn't even think that night out through because like we were just like oh it's new year new year's eve whatever like let's go and go somewhere but we didn't even think about the cost of you know the uber the lyft whatever yeah and we didn't think about someone coming to pick us up and it was late and it was just i don't know you have to like plan things when you go out 
Like, you have to, because if you don't, like, and if you don't have a certain mindset of how the night's going to go, like, you can get caught up. For sure. And if there's no one watching you, like, make sure to pace yourself. Seriously, it's, like, so important to just keep an eye out. Yeah, because if you're, you know, you want to have fun and let loose and everything, but sometimes, like, when people are buying you drinks, you're just like, yeah, I'll take this and that, and then you're just, like, all of a sudden, you're blacked out. Yeah, you have to be careful about that being spiked. Yes. So, a bar here um, in the city, uptown, it was known for people getting roofied and stuff like that. What bar? It was Rooftop. It was Rooftop? Yes. Oh my god, they closed down. Yeah, they're closed now because they couldn't afford to stay open, you know, with the pandemic. But yeah, so I guess a bunch of girls were getting roofied there. Like, I heard it from, like, numerous people. Oh my god, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I've literally never heard that. Oh my god. Honestly, like, there has been times where I'm waking up and I'm like, what even happened? Yeah, for sure. It's scary, but yeah, like, you honestly just never know, and, like, you have to believe that people are bad when you go out, because, like... Assume the worst. Yeah, assume the worst. For sure. It's kind of crazy how, like, men are so bold. Like, the audacity some men have. It blows my mind. How can you justify harassing a female? I know. How do you... How does that make any sense? Exactly. I feel like I started getting catcalled, like, when I was maybe 12. I feel like around the same time, 13 maybe. Yeah. And it's just disgusting because, like, we were babies at the time. We were kids. And, like, we were so vulnerable. And at the time, like, growing up when I was, like, maybe, like, 15, 16, like, I was, like, kind of insecure with myself. That kind of attention was something that I thought positively of. And now growing up, I'm like, oh, my God, that was so abhorrent. I know. I've been there, too. Like, when you're very insecure about yourself and you hear things from somebody, it's like, oh, I'm, like, getting attention or, oh, I look, like, cute, whatever. Nothing about that was ever okay. Yeah, like, I think I think at the time I was using it to, like, seek validation. Um, Of course, I was young and I, you know, I couldn't help what I was thinking. But now looking back, yeah, that was... I don't know. I feel like it's so normalized that we forget how crazy it is and just how insane and vulgar it is. Like, there's no reason any man would catcall besides trying to assert that dominance, like you said. Yeah. Like, I hate when, like, I'm walking and someone's, like, yelling from their apartment or, like. We live in a high rise, and every time we go out, there's always someone a couple floors up yelling at us from their window and they're like i mean it wasn't necessarily like cat calling but it was just like it's harassment harassment. yeah exactly i was like oh my gosh leave us leave us alone it's crazy It, it it sucks because it sets the tone for younger women like experiencing this and they're internalizing this in their head this is what is to be expected moving forward down the road And you kind of just, like, develop that insecurity. You carry it with you once you step into your career Mm -hmm. or, like, anything you do moving forward. You have that in the back of your head. Yeah, like, I always worry about my safety. Like, it doesn't matter where I am. Yeah. And I'm always looking around my shoulder. Like, when I'm at the store, I'm, like, very, like, making sure no one's following me, like... 
And these are things that we, like, have to do every day. Exactly. And it just, it sucks. It sucks. And, like, I want to say, what can you do about it? But, like, well, honestly, what can you do about it? How can we, as a society, prevent this? Genuinely, like, raise your kids better? Right. Like, it's crazy because not too long ago, women got, you know, the right to vote. And so we're not that far off from, like, when women got their equality. So, like, we're kind of, like, in the middle of this whole development of, like, us women not feeling less than men. You know what we should do? Like, we should just have an island. And it should just be all females. Oh, my God. That would be so fun. Yeah, like, we could build businesses and, like, it's just all girls. Oh. That would be like a dream. Right? <laughs> well, not really, because I do love my men, but like... We do love our men, but... <laughs> <laughs> that would be so cool. What's your favorite cat call? I really like... <laughs> I think it's hilarious when guys are just like, hey, baby. I'm just like, I have a name. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> What's like, what do you think is a good like pickup line? Typically, I don't like pickup lines because they're just so generalized. But yeah, no, I'm not a big fan of pickup lines, really. What about you? I like compliments. So, like, if you want to get my attention and not be, like, annoying about it, like, maybe just be like, hey, like, I just want to let you know, like, I like your hair or, like, I like your outfit or, like, anything. It could be anything. Yeah. Honestly, like, if someone just came up to me and, like, said hey. Or if someone was literally like, hey, I just think you're really pretty and, like, can I have your number? Yeah, like if they were just like, hey, like I think you're beautiful. I'd like to get to know you more. Yeah, like it's not like you don't have to be like creepy about it, but I think that is like fine. But don't just be like, yo, can I get your number? Because like that's not. <laughs> that's not cute. And it's not going to get you anywhere. No, I would be like, no. <laughs> and if you did ask that, like I'm not giving you my number. I'm probably giving you like a number to Pizza Hut. I'm going to give you Rose's number. <laughs> I'm going to get a phone call and he's going to be like, is this Grace? I'll be like, oh my God. No, but like, honestly, I think pickup lines just don't work on me. Mm, yeah. I just feel like you're just like, you want someone to like, not be so general. Yeah. Like for it to really mean something. I want someone to just walk up to me and like have a drink in their hand. Like an alcoholic drink or just like. Yes. Okay. <laughs> just be like, hey, like, I bought this for you. I've had it before where, like, someone will send me a drink over to my table. <laughs> I'm like, okay, like, I might not give you my number, but I will accept. Really, we're just saying that so we can get drinks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How are you holding up this pandemic? I think I'm doing okay. But it's really hard because I'm working from home. And honestly, it's hard to focus. It's hard to get things done. Like, I have to really, really want and have to get it done or I won't, I won't do it. And I think it's just because I'm, like, so used to home being, like, my space to wind down and, like, relax after work. And so I'm not going to lie, it's hard. Yeah. I think if you mix those environments together, then you kind of carry that anxiety with you when you're at home. I mean, you're at home all the time, but, like, once it's time to, you know, relax at the end of the day, you're like, okay, I'm still in work mode for some reason. 
Yes, like I'll have it where I'm like anxious after work and I'm like thinking of things I still need to get done, but it's like I'm not supposed to be working right now, like it's after five. But um, it also is kind of nice because I can kind of do things at my own pace. How are you doing? Um, I'm doing, I'm holding on. Um, I feel like nothing really for me has changed with the pandemic going on since, I mean, basically I've just been home all the time anyway. Like I do classes online and I work as a nanny, so I'm kind of just like inside all day, I guess. So it's not too much of a difference, but it's kind of just like when you're out of work, you're like, okay, now what do we do? So hence this podcast. (laughs) Right? Yeah, it is hard because normally we would, you know, be able to go out, go to our favorite spots and like we can't even go to those places anymore. And it sucks. And especially now it looks like we might have another lockdown. I don't know for sure, but we are definitely going backwards instead of forward. Yeah, well, hopefully things start to improve. So... We just wanted to say thank you if you ended up listening to the whole thing. Um, We're still kind of figuring out the quality and like our setup. So if you liked our content, let us know. Um, Follow us on our social media, actually. Um, My Instagram's at R-O-S-E-V-I-T-A-N, Rose (laughs) Vuitton. I love it. Um, mine is G-R-A-C-E-Y underscore S-K-I, Gracie Ski. Um, and yeah, I'm really excited about this and I hope you guys like it. And like Rose said, just let us know if you enjoy it because we want to hear your feedback. All right. So we are going to head out and we will see you guys in the next episode. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.